Every day, the sun, it provides warmth. It provides light to the world that we live in. But despite the sun's hard work, the world that we live in is actually very dark and it's actually very cold. And I really believe that this frigidity and this darkness is a result of men's hearts. Many people today, they just live for themselves. They have a lust for money. They have a lust for control. They want to just step on everybody and anybody to get where they believe they need to be. And a lot of people today are very, very ungrateful. Ingratitude, ungratefulness, unthankfulness, whatever you want to call it, is one of the hallmarks of our advanced modern society today. So what we're going to do is we are going to cut across the grain of advanced modern society by doing something very, very simple. And that is saying thank you. Tonight, we're going to say thank you to a band that was formed in the Netherlands in 1996. That band is Within Temptation. And the way that we're going to say thank you is we've got Within Temptation fans from all over the world that are going to join Raven's Heart tonight to share their stories of how the band Within Temptation, by freely giving of themselves through music, have provided hope in a world of darkness. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Raven's Heart live stream podcast. I'd like to welcome everybody that is viewing on Twitch, that's viewing on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. And I'm sure that we have many viewers from around the world that have never been a part of this live stream. This in the United States tonight is what I call must-see live streaming on Thursday night. So, hey, because this is a live stream, you have the ability to weigh in with your comments and questions as well. And you're not just getting me tonight, your 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 favorite Raven's Heart podcast host. Uh, we also have with us some people that have been behind the scenes with what's going on here. We have with us Michelle. Uh, she is up at the top. She is going to be weighing in tonight and assisting with co-hosting this. Michelle, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Very good. She is behind the scenes working very hard on Rockfest 2021. That's going to be happening in Charleston, South Carolina on the 21st of, uh, excuse me, the 15th of May. Man, I'm really jumping ahead there. We also have Joey Pike, who is the founding member and the drummer of a symphonic metal band here in the United States, Amaris. Joey is my brother from another mother. Uh, we were <laughs> twins separated at birth. We both played trombone in high school together, didn't we, Joey? Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, and we've been to some shows together, too. Uh, yeah. We went to go see, yeah, we just realized that we went to go see Delane in their next to last show in Florida in the United States. That. Yeah, I am so glad we made that. We yeah. also have Alicia Trowbridge Boyd with us. She is a vocalist and she is the lead singer for the band Amaris. She is a woman of much insight. She is also a vocal instructor and she's worked with 
uh, performers such as Sarah Brightman. So we've got three great co-hosts with me tonight. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn over the microphone to our first guest who's got a Within Temptation story. Awesome story. And she is from Finland. Her name is Jana. And uh, she is awake now at two o'clock in the morning in Finland to share her story. And the story that she sent is absolutely amazing. I am just going to turn my microphone off and let Jana share her story, how the music of this awesome band provided light for her in a world of darkness. Jana, it's yours. Thank you. So, um, hi, everyone. I'm, well, Jonna, but you can also spell it as Jana, however you spell it. I respond to almost every variation of it. And yeah, I'm a huge Within Temptation fan, as you can probably tell, uh, from Finland. <laughs> That's my friend. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Glad to see you here. So, um, <clears throat> um, before I start, uh, I'd like to give a fair wa trigger warning to anyone watching or just listening to this podcast. Um, I would necessarily describe anything too graphic or anything into that graphic detail. But I understand that even implications of some things can be triggering to some people. And I'll be referring um, rather a lot to some mental health issues and such. So if you feel the need to, then please, <laughs> then please listen with caution. Um, well, to start with my story with a lighter note, so to speak, um, I actually knew them within temptation before I even became so-called real fan. Um, I remember rather vividly a beautiful summer day when I was a young girl, maybe between the ages like um, eight to ten. Uh, I was in the car together with my mother driving somewhere and she played the Silent Forest album during that trip. And I admit I was already quite drawn in back then, even though I couldn't understand a thing nor a word. <laughs> uh, uh, I remember hearing both memories and somewhere and being absolutely awestruck uh they were just that magical somehow you know like it somehow just blew my little mind even though i really didn't understand a thing um i also remember all those times when um, I think it was MTV was still a thing. And I saw Within Temptations music videos on, well, TV, such as Angels, Ice Queen, Frozen, etc. 
And even though metal still wasn't exactly part of my music taste yet, I remember being very intrigued by them. So it was basically a perfect match waiting to happen, so to speak. Uh, and little did I know what kind of impact they would have on my life not that many years later. Um, so let's go back some years. Uh, ever since I was a small child, life hasn't been exactly fair to me, to put it nicely. Uh, got some rough patches at home and with other family members that I still wish I could forget about and which I don't wish to elaborate further at the moment because um, uh, my situation with my family is pretty good right now has been for quite a while and I haven't exactly spoken about these things with them yet. So like, surely you get the idea. Um, then I was bullied from about either kindergarten or preschool age, which is like younger, any age younger than seven. And like it was like, from that time all the way till the end of primary school, which here is ages seven to 16 and grades one to nine. Uh, I don't think it was ever really physical from what I remember, but it was definitely the emotional type at the least. Uh, there were some, some a little more physical things too, though, like stealing belongings, such as pens, throwing pieces of eraser or tiny paper balls at your back and head, prank calls. Um, I think there were also times when our shoes and other belongings could mysteriously be found from different places than where we left them. And by we, I mean my friends and I, to which I will get back to in a little bit. And personally, to, for me, maybe the best one was the... During seventh grade, we had one other girl in our class with same first name as I have. So the others came what with a, came up with a very creative nickname for me. As they they started calling me Maggary or Maxu for short, I guess. Um, the problem with that is that Maggary is what we call McDonald's here. And surely you can imagine what that does to a young, 
teenage girl who already has a lot of issues with her body to begin with. It wasn't nice, <laughs> to say the least. But anyway, uh, that make, makes up at least about a decade of my life. And to be honest, I barely remember anything from the first 15 years of my life. It's like this um, big, long, dark tunnel with holes here and there where you can have a peek and you can see a memory from here and there, but you won't see it in a great detail. So that also sucks because I believe it would be, uh, I mean, these things would be probably a lot easier to deal with if I could remember more things, but yeah. But even though most things that I do remember are bad, there is still a little bit of goodness too. And within temptation is one of these good things. So now we make a time skip forward. Now it's the year 2011. I am 13 now and I'm entering the seventh grade, also known as the first year of junior high. Uh, I had quite a ch style change that included even my music taste. I started liking metal and rock music more. And around that time, I also, also found Within Temptation again. I remember how excited I was when I recognized them, how big smile I had at the memories of my earlier childhood. And from there, it's pretty much, sorry, pretty much just started. Uh, I started listening to them more and more until I was more or, lo more or less obsessed. Uh, Mom gave, even gave me their earlier albums that she had collected, which were uh, Mother Earth, uh, like from Mother Earth to the Unforgiven. And the Hydra was my first, like, completely my own, that uh, the album that I owned. And I've been continuing the collection since. Uh, and I have to admit, it surprises even me how convenient the timing of me finding their music was. And spoiler alert, this is where it starts starts to get dark and sad. <laughs> so as you might have guessed, junior high was the time when everything started to go downhill. I had a bigger group of friends that I had been friends with since the first grade. And we were separated into different classes. Uh, we had two pairs in two different classes and a group of three in one class. 
And I still think that was a huge mistake from whoever decided that because no matter where we went, there was at least one bully in every class, aka pretty much every other kid besides us. And we basically were much easier targets now. And dare I say, that was also the time when the bullying got worse. Uh, like this was the time of those prank calls. And I think one of my friends was even like threatened at one point. And I remember this one time when I was like in one of those pairs with one of my friends and some someone had taken like a picture of us in secret and posted in on Facebook and we didn't know about it until we found it there. So yeah, it was very interesting time. Uh, I also came to know this, maybe like for the first time in my life, just how unfair and cruel life can be. Because during this time, I started making friends all over the world through Facebook, as well as some more in real life. But you could say that came with a prize. Uh, I actually have this joke that I attract people who have more or less of mental health problems, but it's not really that funny when you think about it. Uh, I can't even begin to count the times I try to help people with their troubles and there are times where things went as serious as well talking someone out of suicide so that was a thing and it has gotten to a point where I can say I'm kind of used to it I guess <laughs> um, pretty horrible thing to say right uh, well, anyway, on with the story. Uh, so I don't remember the exact date or year when it started, but during junior high, my grandpa, whom I was very close to, got sick with lung cancer. It was a huge deal for me because he was one of the most important people in my life and I was aware that I could lose him any day now. Um, I didn't want to face that possibility even though I reminded myself of it on almost daily basis. Um, so thanks to everything that was going on during those 
three years of my life, you could say I at some point just finally snapped and then I turned to bad coping mechanisms that still follow me to this day. And unfortunately, these said coping mechanisms have left me with scars, both physical and mental. But during all of this, however, Within Temptation brought a little bit of light to it all. Uh, I remember listening to them almost 24-7 because I felt like they understood what I was going through and that they could make me feel at least a little better. And dare I say, their music has saved me from myself more times than I can count. Then we go a bit fast forward again. Uh, nothing really changes. The bullying continues. Kramba has been sick for at least a year now, most likely more. And I can't describe how much literal hell it was to try to understand all these negative feelings that I was going through. Um, and now we're on the date 6th of February 2014. Uh, I came home from school and I was wondering why it's so quiet in here. Uh, I barely made it upstairs when mom walked up to me and I was immediately confused why she was crying. Uh, she didn't greet me or anything. She straight up told me that grandpa, who was her father, that he is dead. Uh, I sort of plucked out in that moment. Like, I was still aware of what was happening, but at the same time, I, like, wasn't there. I was in complete state of denial. And in some ways, I still kind of am, even though it's been years since his passing. And I really, really hope not many will know the pain of having your world starting to shatter right enough in front of you, because let me tell you, it's pure hell. <clears throat> but where there is darkness, there is also light. I came to notice this only a couple of weeks later when mom was taking me to Kaapelitehdas in Helsinki. And you might be wondering why. Well, she was taking me to my very first concert ever, Within Temptations Hydrator concert. 
you can't even imagine the pure joy I had while watching them perform live <laughs> in that short fleeting moment of two hours. Like I still think two hours is too short for them to play. <laughs> like give me a whole day, please. <laughs> I was, uh, I was actually truly happy during those two hours for the first time, only God knows after how long. And ever since mom, who also, of course, is a fan, has been taking me to their concerts. And every, every time I experienced this same feeling, which I admit has become like a drug to me, <laughs> and I can't even imagine a single thing that I'd rather be addicted to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so quite obviously, my best memories are those from their concerts. Wow. And they, of course, still keep me, keep comforting me through their music, even at this day and age. Like, for, for example... Entertain you is me telling F you to those bullies. Uh, the per, <laughs> uh, the perch is basically the story of my life. And our farewell is still my greatest comfort whenever I miss grandpa. Mm -hmm. And so even though my battles with everything are from far from over, Within temptation makes it a lot easier to deal with. And at times it feels like they are right there with me, supporting me and helping me get back up when I've fallen, you know? And that, that is beautiful. <laughs> Yana, that is just such a beautiful story. There's, I, I want to ask you a couple questions. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> first of all, I have to give props to your mom for very good parenting. And introducing yes. you to very good music. We're going to put that in the parenting handbook. Um, and you saying that uh, reminds me of how old I actually am because that's what I did with my kids. They drove around listening to Within Temptation in, in dad's car. When you're uh, only about things, 32 years old. So. Oh, about 32. That's right. Hey, we want to say hi to all those that are joining us. Uh, we got Melody. Hey, Melody Mor Moros. Uh, hey, Rockers. Hey, thanks for joining us on Raven's Heart tonight. Tonight, we are thanking within temptation for the music that they've provided and you know this this story is just so powerful because you have literally been through a living hell yana i mean yeah pretty much i guess <laughs> at, at such a young age you know i look back at my childhood and it was relatively pretty easy compared to what you've you've had to go through oh come and, on <laughs> it, i mean really but you know i want to i want to hit on the bullying real quick and i just want to say this mm -hmm. to you is that the reason why people bully others is because they're jealous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get, I've been getting that vibe when, as I grew up, like I was always proud to be me. I was mm -hmm. proud, proud to be different. And like, I'm actually pretty glad they just, <laughs> I'm pre just pretty glad that they showed me their true color colors from yeah. the start because mm -hmm. then as we got to first grade, I I got 
some lifelong friends. Um, even though our group more or less separated after ninth grade, I still have three three of them as my very good friends and uh oh, hold on a second this this year uh in august we will be celebrating our 16 years being together wow. Wow. so we've been friends for a very long time wow you know emily that, um jean diana there are so many special things about you and that's why people bullied you and i just wanted to encourage you to keep being yourself keep staying true to yourself and I love how that the music from Within Temptation has been used as a light to help you cope with all of these things that have gone on in your life. My story is similar. We'll talk about that later because this is not about me. This is about everybody else tonight. Uh, and that's why I wanted to do this because real art, real true art has a healing power to it, whether it be music, whether it be painting, whether it be poetry. And you've you've experienced that. And I want to ask you one question because we've got other people that are coming mm -hmm. in now. I would like to uh, ask you what intrigued you most about Within Temptation real quick before we go to another uh, Within Temptation fan from the UK. Oh, that's a good question. I honestly don't know because it's like, um, I guess I it's their whole presence and the way they are as people because they feel so real, realistic and down to earth type of people and they still make some mind blowing music. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and, 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 uh, as I mentioned before, uh, um, I kind of draw to myself these people with mental health issues, but I, I think I also know other fellow weirdos when I see them. <laughs> so, so I guess they make me feel like I am with my people so to speak yeah. so yeah joey yeah. over there in the corner he's a real weirdo and i hang out with him <laughs> and we've gone to concerts together yeah and i have many middle school students who will also uh back him up on that comment about being weird and i actually <laughs> wear with a badge of pride so i'm totally cool with that i own it <laughs> <laughs> Yana, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story. No it takes a lot of courage to do what you did. And we are so impressed that you did this at two o'clock in the morning. So we're going to let you get some sleep and I will be in touch with you offline. I'm going to send you some things that, that I've written about within temptation that might help you as well. Oh. Uh, yes. Yes. And it will be free. So I will, I will send it to you through, <laughs> through email. Yes. I'm not doing this for the money. So <laughs> y'all, thank there's you. There's not a lot of things in life nowadays that are free. So this is, this is a joy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not, not many things that are free at all. Yana, yeah. thank you so much. Get some rest tonight. And what an awesome story with Thank uh, you. Yeah. Thank, thank you for taking me. Wonderful. 
Thank you for sharing that. All right. We've got, uh, Michelle, we've got somebody else that's waiting to come in. Can you introduce them for us, please? We sure do. It is my pleasure to introduce you to Emily Seabrook from the UK. Oh. Hey, <laughs> all the way from the UK. Right. What time I, is it in the UK? Um, I look a bit of a mess because I got back from work about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> hey we've got a comment here we've got melody originally from detroit now living in orlando florida hey. yeah a little bit of out there actually uh orlando, melody, I, I got this mug in orlando when i was nine ah, oh. yay. <laughs> I, i've i've actually met melody a couple times she knows uh, a lot of the good uh, metal uh venues around the orlando area uh, so I go out there every once in a while. I've been to Universal and when I'm Disney when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emily. Oh, it's you guys here. It's lovely. <laughs> we love <just> American people. <laughs> Emily, so, thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, can you go ahead and uh, we want to hear your Within Temptation story. You sent a written copy to me and wow, just just go ahead and share okay so from the beginning <laughs> all the way okay so my story truly began with them in the lovely year of 2018 <laughs> i mean it sort of began with them in 2014 i came across the song pale by accident on yeah on us watching like some animated like you know back on the good days of youtube when like people would make music videos from anything, like they slap yeah. a music track on anything, any games, any films. <laughs> I think it was like a Disney one or something. They put the song Pale on it. I was like, oh man, this song's really nice. I wonder who it's by. <laughs> so I looked it up, downloaded it, listened to it every day for as much as I could. And back then I wasn't really into like the world of music much. I just sort of heard songs. If I liked a song, I'd download it. And that'd be it. I just, <laughs> I would never like research albums or bands and stuff. I mean, I was, I was a fan of a few bands when I was younger, like Iron Maiden, Metallica, you know, all the big ones. <laughs> but then, yeah. so skip ahead a few years, I'd learned a few more within Temptation songs. I knew five or six maximum all across the albums. <laughs> um, and when it got to 2018, kind of everything in my life just kind of started falling apart really badly like um to the point i was probably at my lowest i've ever been i mean for me 2018 made 2020 look easy <laughs> uh, wow so yeah during the summer i was trying to look for something something new so I, I was um i was my mind sort of erased all my interests like i'm the most creative person ever and i suddenly didn't want to be creative anymore i was in a very isolated place because i had recently moved to the coast to live with another parent and so i was cut off from all my friends well my, i didn't have many friends anyway so my few friends i had were across the country i couldn't i had no money i couldn't get work down there and I and during that year as well, I finally got a diagnosis for a mental disability that I should have had when I was younger. And it would have helped a lot if my school teachers knew I had it because I might have 
had help during school, so I had that on, on my mind as well. And I just happened to notice um, that within temptation, we're in London. I was like just looking up, thinking, oh, I used to like them. And I saw they were playing in Brixton in November. And I had literally the tiniest bit of money left for that month. And end of July, I bought a ticket and I think it sold out the next day. There were like three tickets left. And, but then I had to sort of try and survive that summer. I was in such an awful place in my head. Like I wasn't, I, I lost loads of weight. I wasn't sleeping properly. I wasn't, I was just like a zombie, like a ghost half the time. I just didn't want to see anybody. And then I started to recover gradually through September. Cause I remember having that little ticket in my drawer, even though I did not know what the band looked like. I didn't know their names. I didn't know, still didn't know the album, didn't do much research on them. I just think to myself, okay, this is something new, a new direction for me. I was just curious. So the curiosity was something that kept me sort of just wanting to keep going, see it through. And so when November rolled around, it was November 13th, I went up there in my, bought myself some nice new metal threads because I didn't have much. Um, never been to a concert in my life. And I was very nervous as well, because being autistic, I I don't like crowds. And I thought, oh God, am I gonna freak out with the noise? And also I was on my own. I went entirely alone to this thing. It was a very run down area of London. If you've been to Brixton, it's like, <laughs> it's a bit of a scary area to be on your own. But all the met I met all the metalheads there, no one I knew, but everyone was so nice. All the guys in the crowd, like everyone was very really generous, very caring and, like obviously the stereotypes that all like metal guys are all like horrible and stuff like that. Um, and I went, when the show started, I was at the front and I remember very clearly when the lights went out just before it started, literally like that 10 seconds of dark, pitch darkness, I was just, I felt like this chill. I was like, I have no idea what's gonna happen. I have no idea about this thing is like, entering a new path in my life, like starting this shadowy void. <laughs> and then the show started, they start with a Razor Banner. And as soon as Mike hit those drums, they came in and started with the opening riff. I was like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> I was completely blown away by it. It was probably like one of the, I could feel like my adrenaline just went straight up. Um, I don't remember much of that night because I didn't take many pictures and or videos, but I do remember some very clear points. I remember uh, most of the songs I heard for the first time. I'd never heard All I Need. I'd never heard Mother Earth. <laughs> I'd never heard Heart of Everything or In the Middle of the Night, none of those. I only knew two songs, that's there, and that was Shot in the Dark and Forgiven. And when the Shot in the Dark came on, I was like, I know this one. And you can see there's a video of me, someone filmed the audience, all you can see is my hair flopping <laughs> around. <laughs> and Sharon's head banging at the same time, like, this is amazing. I don't know this one. Because she was coming along the front of the stage. And I was like, I actually know this one. <laughs> I remember Forgiven being. I'm annoyed I can't remember much of Forgiven. I think I was just too immersed and emotional in it. That's why I can't remember it. Um, so the show finished. I remember the end of the show, Sharon was walking along the front 
Um, and she was just like blowing kisses to everyone at the front. And I did one back at the same time. And she saw, she did like a little face like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> everyone's nice there. <laughs> and so I went outside, when it all finished, said goodbye to everyone, went outside and had like the biggest smile on my face. I had a beef like, I haven't smiled like that for years. And, and this is for everyone watching. I think my sister, who's a mental health advocate, she told me, tells everyone, if you're happy, if you're very happy in the moment, take a selfie. Now, I usually hate taking selfies, but I made sure before I left the venue, I quickly took a selfie from the stage. I still have it on my phone, just in case. If you're ever like, in a dark place again, go back to that selfie so you can see yourself like and aim to go back to that. That's like that's who you are in the, that state. So... And then on the way back to the coast, I had to like get a midnight train and a freaking coach, <laughs> a um, rail replacement bus in like 1 a.m. All I had with me was, was my rolled up with incantation poster, like a stick to defend myself, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Sitting in the middle of nowhere, like half one. And I was on the bus back and I was just thinking to myself, reflecting over what I'd just seen. I was like, all these emotions just coming in like in and in and out. I'm like, I thought that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be. Like I don't want to mm. be a like necessarily a singer or anything. I might end up being a musician, who knows? But I want to be someone who just makes people happy the way the band did for me. That's what I want to be. It doesn't matter what I do, just mm. that's my goal. So then came along. I thought I've got to see them again. I've got to do this again. This time I'll know the songs. <laughs> and so next, roll over to July, next the year after 2019, I saw there were, I made loads of friends on the Within Temptation fan group. Some of the nicest people I know, still friends, probably they could be watching right now. <laughs> and I never met up with them, but we all like booked a hotel together. Like, I don't know these people, but I'm booking, I don't care. It's fine. Um, and they were all really support, like, help, they were helping me like sort out my ticket problem. Because being in the UK, for some reason, I couldn't get a ticket to, to Younger Guardian Dresden. And they were helping me like send this ticket across Europe to get to me in the UK. And so we met up in Dresden together, middle of Germany, gorgeous place. And the show there was probably the best concert I've ever been to. Like, it wasn't a show, it was like a party, because <laughs> we spent the whole time just like laughing and like laughing along with the band. Like it was just such an amazing atmosphere, tiny little venue. And I feel like that's our little, that's our memory. Everyone who went there, there's not much footage. It's our thing now, it belongs to us. Um, Like the band, they know, they know how to like, just keep people so cheerful. It's like, they, they, they're they very down to earth people. There's, you probably got, guys probably said that already about them. Um. And then we saw them at Mera Luna the next day. And that's when I went to the signing, the meet and greet. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to meet my hero. I'm going to meet my hero. And I took a drawing with me. <laughs> Let me just sign it. And it got it signed by the queen herself. Oh, that is really, oh, that is so cool. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that, that is amazing. See that? Wow. Yeah, see um, the bottom there. Yeah. So yeah, um, 
so I came out for the meet and greet, like just shaking, like, oh my God, I've met my hero. This is amazing. <laughs> and so we did the show again, a Mera Luna epic show. Like, <laughs> I think Dreesen was better because more personal, but Mera Luna was just epic proportions of that they know how to put on a good show. Like, I've seen some epic shows, but the, like, you've seen the Resist tour, you guys, right? Like, the screens and stuff, all the effects and everything. Um, and then, so I went home. Everyone had to leave the next day, sadly. Post-concert blues hit very hard indeed. <laughs> and then came along, um, you know, Anike Van Giersbergen. Do you guys know her? The one who sang somewhere at the Black Sea. Oh, yes. Annika. Yeah, as a matter of yeah. fact, Joey and yeah. I saw Annika back two years ago oh, yeah. in Tampa. Yes, I love Annika. Yeah, oh, I, I still have um, some of the videos from that show on my cell phone Do of, you? Of, her, oh. of her acoustic act. Yeah, she did an acoustic set for us in, in yeah. Florida. It was yeah, the phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So then on the Will Interpretation page, they said um, Sharon's going to be doing a duet, guesting at an Annika's show, singing somewhere, which is one of my favorites. I'm like, I've got to see this. <laughs> uh, I only knew like two of Annika's songs, but I was like, hey, new artist. I'm going to go discover new artists. Let's go. Um, very glad I did. <laughs> I went to the Netherlands on my own for a weekend. Just got a little coach across the UK <laughs> again just to see this show. I was like, it's worth it. Worth every penny. And this is where it got, gets really funny because I was outside the venue with load, loads of other people. And just around the corner was the car park, the artist entrance. And we were told, oh, no, they've all gone in, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're probably going, they probably arrive after you go in. So everyone was like, okay, then. But then there's me who's like, I'm going to go check every five minutes just in case you want to And then, so I'm on my own going around just seeing if like Annika or Sharon turn up, just to say hi. And then Sharon turns up. <laughs> And I'm thinking, I'm on my own here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then this other guy from the crowd, he comes round and says, you didn't come back. So I assume something's happened. <laughs> I was like, yep, yep. So just me and him, we, we, I met her again. She's nice as anything. Had, she had enough energy to deal with me <laughs> after driving for ages because I'm literally the most bonkers person on the planet. <laughs> so kudos to that. <laughs> And so obviously she went in afterwards. Um, uh, the show was fucking an Annika, amazing artist. I'm so glad that Within Temptation like led me to this new artist. Like it's branching out now. Yeah, I'm seeing like my mind is open to these other new people. Yeah. Um, obviously there's some somewhere, and I think I just cried about the whole thing. <laughs> but like one of the best performances I've ever seen. Wow, you know Emily. When, yeah. when you when you talk about this, and I think everybody else will agree, uh, have you all seen like the old videos of like the Beatles with Beatlemania, with the girls just screaming and going wild and everything like that? Okay. Yeah, I've, you remember I've been that? A ghost crowd, and yeah. they're like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was Beatlemania, and there was <laughs> not much substance to that. But when I listen to you and what you're saying with your story concerning Within Temptation and how they've played a role in your life. Something I want to highlight, and I'm sure that Alicia will agree with this, is that 
art inspires art. Good music opens up different areas of the mind and the heart to be able to want to give back the same thing that you've received. And I also understand that you've taken up bass lessons now too. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, right. I forgot to say, after the first Fin Temptation concert in 2018, the next day I was like, I want to write something. I want to draw. It's coming back to me. It was all just coming back. And then suddenly I just got this notepad and started scribbling down ideas. I was like, this is really good. Listening to the interpretation at the same time, of course, for inspiration. Have Mother Earth in full blast where you do your fantasy writing. You've got, you got to do it. But then, oh, yes, uh, the bass came in last year during uh, the first lockdown. Because in March, um, that was, the first lockdown was March in the UK. And yeah. sadly, we had a little tragedy here. My dog, my childhood dog, he died suddenly in March. And I was like, literally just devastated the whole day. Like, I literally, I just, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get bad again. I'm going to get bad again. And I was watching the acoustic version of Supernova on my TV, which is my favorite version of it. I do, I also love the original, but I actually prefer that one. We've had to choose. You know, with Sharon and Rude, just that one. You've seen that one? Oh, you still there? Yeah. Yep, I can hear you. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that one? Um, the acoustic Sharon and Rude singing Supernova. Yes, I have. Yes. yes. Yeah, I was watching that. I'm like, yes. just crying, like, oh. <laughs> like trying to make myself feel better because the song is about acceptance of death and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually, I tagged them. I tagged them both in it. And just said like, thank you for doing this song. Just <laughs> just feeling so blur at the time. And Sharon actually texted me back, DM oh, wow. me probably. It was a tiny little message, but yeah. they've actually taken the time. She probably gets so many people like bombarding mm -hmm. her stuff. And yeah, I was like, it it made me feel a lot better. I was like, thank wow. you. <laughs> wow. That is so that is so sweet. And that's that's one of the things that I appreciate about Within Temptation, and you can tell it in their lyrics. And something that Yana was talking about earlier is that when she'd listen to the songs, it'd be like, hey, they know right where I'm at in life. And they were just kind of the ones that were kind of guiding her through the issues. And they're just so real and down to earth and have such a grasp on on reality and the things that we that we deal with as human beings. And I think that's what makes their music so powerful. And I don't think you would get the, I, I could be wrong. You guys are gonna have to correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you're gonna get the same level of inspiration from Justin Bieber. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I just don't think that's gonna it's happen. Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, thank you yeah. so much for what you shared tonight. We yeah. we appreciate you with your courage and, and talking one, about one more little thing. Oh, uh, go for it. How long have I got left? <laughs> go for it. How long have I got left? Just <laughs> <laughs> how much time? I I, I think it's yeah. much no, as we, just yeah. Go go for one more thing. We got a couple yeah. more that we need to okay, we need to yeah, talk about. So sure. I just forgot to say, like I, I held, I've held on. To, I've been holding on to it for as long as I live. It's the um, the ticket from the first night. Oh, um, that is. Oh, that back. that was that was well worth waiting and for. I put on yes. the back little note. I just said it's it saved my life. Wow, that's great. So I'm holding on to ticket. this yeah, forever. <laughs> Frame it or something. Yeah. One ticket changed your life. Yeah, one and tiny little life. bit of paper. Wow. That is that is amazing. 
Wow. So yeah, base now. But after that, after my dog went, I was like, need something creative to keep my mind off. And I got inspired by the man, Hiron Van Veen. He's my favorite of the boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a br- brilliant guy. I think he started to like, I, I keep bombarding him with my bass covers. I think he's just liking them to shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I you... love it. I play their songs. It's so much fun. I love learning them by staring at what his hands are doing, trying to count how many beats there are. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> So that is so neat. I want to encourage you to keep creating and keep, keep making other people happy because, (laughs) you know, when we live for others, really, that's really what makes life fun is living and doing things for other people. That's what we're here. This is our, this is our moment in history. This we've been given this chance to live. Might as well make others happy as much as we can. Yes, exactly. Because this world is dark. There is absolutely no question about that. Emily, thank you so much for joining us. We've got Joey and Emily, Joey. I will send you a free gift via email as well in the next couple of days. Um, I've, I've written some things about my personal journey with Within Temptation and I'd like to share that with you as well. So I'll, I'll send that in the next couple of days to you through email. Thank you. What? Yes. Yeah. Hey, join the podcast and the live stream tonight and you get free stuff. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what more can you ask for? <laughs> thank you so much and have a good evening in the UK. <laughs> Joey, oh, that, was oh, that was that was amazing. You have another story from Italy. Uh, can you uh he's not able to join us this evening. Um I believe it's from Antonio. Can you share that story with us? I can. Let me let me get this up. Use those velvety pipes, Joey. <laughs> we know you got it. <laughs> Dark and stormy night. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. I what? need to go charger. Poor oh, you need to get a charger. Okay. Okay, go go get your charger. All right. Uh, should I? Should I wait? Two, yes, I will send you. I will send you a free will, copy of the book that I wrote that has the story of my journey of within temptation as well. Yeah, uh, you can oh, somebody, email me. Email me. Two auto two at lithoscry l i t h o s c r y at gmail dot com and I will get those out in the next next few days to you through uh, through Amazon. Um, it is a ebook that I wrote, and I'd like you to have a copy of it. Two auto two. Thank you yeah, for oh, joining yeah, yeah. us tonight. Two yes. Auto two. Yes. Does two auto two got a name? What's your name? Two auto two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't plan this. Uh, this is just the way that it worked out. But I did want to bring this up, and we're talking a lot about the heart tonight. And this is Raven's Heart Podcast, mm-hmm. where we want to get to the heart of things. And in preparing, I just came across this. I did not realize this. This was not planned. But this week marks the 14th anniversary of the release of Within Temptations album, The Heart of Everything. I couldn't believe it because a lot of the songs on here are the ones that I was first introduced to uh, in in my journey with the band. Joey, do you have Antonio's uh, email up so you can read it? I do. All right. Uh, Okay, you want me to start? Go for it. Okay. Uh, my story with Within Temptation begins much later than most fans. I first heard of the band in 2014 and only knew a few songs by them at the time. Back then, I wasn't into the world of music and concerts as I am now. In 2018, I had everything in my life. I had everything in my life fall apart and went through a very deep and intense depression during most of that year. Just before things got really bad, 
I happened to notice that within Temptation, we're playing in London, Brixton, and the end of that, uh, toward the end of that year, with nothing else to lose and wanting to try out something new. I'd never been to a rock concert in my life. I spent the last bit of money on a ticket. The next day it sold out. Getting through the months leading up to the incredibly difficult but simple curiosity. Am I reading the right one? You're reading Emily's email. Um, ah. Antonio's email. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. This sounds, Man, uh, this you're sounds one job, similar. Joey. You're one job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I'm wait. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute here. Like a very, very similar. Yes. Yes. Well, I apologize for that. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let, me, let me find the right one. I do appreciate you gave me a lot of good information. It just. Uh, well, Joey, while you pull that up, let's go up to Michelle because just a few weeks ago, Michelle was over here at the Ravens Heart Studio and we were enjoying some coffee uh, and some Christmas cookies. Boy, that, uh, with Mac. Kind of and, and Mac and Mac the Metal Dog. Yes. Hey, and I do have to bring that up. Um, Mac, uh, Mac the Metal Dog is our official mascot here at the Lithos Cry Ravens Heart Studio. And all within Temptation songs are Mac the Metal Dog approved. Absolutely. I actually have pictures of him um, sitting uh, and listening to the stereo with Within Temptation on. He will actually sit in front of the stereo and listen to the music so but michelle you were you were sharing about how their music has impacted your life can you share that with us please okay um i'll try to make it in a nutshell <laughs> i don't know what it is about the year 2018 something about that year but um my personal life was falling apart for a while In 18 i found myself pretty much locking myself in my room every afternoon and crying and looking for a place to move out to get out of a very bad relationship. And so I just, I, I was, I was in a bad place and music was always important to me. And uh, it happened to be in, in August of 2018 um, when I met Joe, Joey. And we were talking about music and he talked about symphonic metal and I'm like, Oh, cool. And he said, do you know what that is? And I said, it makes me think of apocalyptica. And he's like, Oh, and so he told me all these names of these cool bands. So I looked them all up and started listening. And my, my two favorite were within temptation and Delane. And I just really got into within temptation and like within a month of that, I had found a place to move moved out my boys and I moved out and got our own place and like part of you know that that process lots of music to process my emotions and so many of the songs of Within Temptation helped me to really process my emotions like um yeah. tell me why <laughs> um faster, what have you done um, the reckoning raise your banner holy ground in vain endless war like all these were just helping me sing out my feelings now not that i can sing like sharon now i'm pretty awful but you know just the words the big epic sound just like i said it was like a release it was like a release and so um just i'm still a big fan of theirs and i i love their new stuff now too but i just can't stress enough how much music helps when you when you are in that dark place 
And like you said, for that people to say they're singing what I'm feeling, like it's just, wow, did they write that for me? That's exactly how I feel now. And, and that just, it's just been a really good. You said something, Michelle, that I'd, I'd like to key in on for everybody that's watching. Uh, a lot of times we just look at, and I love their new song, Entertain You. We're not here to entertain mm -hmm. you. Because their music is more than just entertainment. And you hit the nail on the head. Is It helps you process your emotions. And I think that's what everybody that's been with us this evening has been talking about, is that this music, this sound, the lyrics helps us process the emotions. And that's very important in dealing with and coping with life in this world, which, which is like no rules, Australian stickball, you know, going through everything in this world. Alicia, yeah, that's probably the best way that I, that I can describe it. There is no smooth sailing in this life. Life is difficult. It's, it's amazing that we can get out of bed in the morning. Even the person that looks the happiest when they get out of the house. Right. I can guarantee you that the happiest person has trouble and turmoil in their life because that is just the nature of the world that we that we live in. Yeah. And Melody just uh, sent us something. She gave a shout out, and I'm going to have to show this to Mac later. She says, oh, so cute to our Boston Terrier, <laughs> Mac the Metal Dog, who has listened to more, with yes, more within temptation still. than any dog in the world. Guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. So, Joey, did you get it together down there yeah, in the I, bottom right-hand square? I, I think I got it together. I'm All sorry. right. So let's hear, let's hear Antonio's story. You know, if you take it out of my paycheck, I, I have a negative number. That means I have to pay you. <laughs> all right no free stuff for you joey no free stuff <laughs> <know>. for you <laughs> okay in the early days of october during the lockdown situation i was forced to stay stay home and became a bit depressed searching on youtube i listened by chance to iron it was love at first sight and after a month of listening for two hours a day every night i deepened the knowledge of this amazing group and decided to materially uh, accomplish something solid by drawing inspiration from Sharon, from her voice, from her presence, and from her real-life story. It was and still a sad moment for the time, but simultaneously a uh, beautif beautifully beautiful situation for the discovery of these guys who managed to give me back the life that before them had hidden behind a thousand worries and many thoughts with the darkest and darkest of colors. I'm 68, and it's not a few... It's not a few, and they weigh especially in these moments. What to add? Still to this day, when I feel a little, little overloaded, I listen to Within Temptation. Just listen to In the Middle of the Night. I'll never stop thanking them. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Wow. That's a 68-year-old individual yeah. um, who found Within Temptation during the lockdown. You know, that's one of the good things that's come out of COVID is people are discovering all sorts of good music that's been out there uh, for many years now. And uh, we had, especially over here when we were doing this just in podcast format, we had such an uptick in, in listens on our podcast because there's nothing else to do. But <laughs> it helps him cope. And, and what I like about this story is that it helps him cope with the weight of the world that's on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, I just have to keep going back, even though the sun shines every day and even though it warms the earth, the world that we live in is dark 
and cold. I mean, that is just that is just the reality of it. We live in a world that is messed up. It's a it's a fallen world. And I am going to coin something tonight. Um, maybe this will eventually become a hashtag or something like that. But I was thinking about it and thinking about these stories a little bit earlier today. The music of Within Temptation, especially in my life, and I'm going to share my story very, very quickly. And I want to get some input from Alicia, who is very insightful into music. And I want to hear what she hears going on here with, with all of this. But for me, um, they have what I call the lithium effect. Okay, I don't think that term has been coined yet. You heard it, fear, her, you heard it here first, people, right here on Raven's Heart. <laughs> the lithium effect. And lithium is a metal. Okay. And it's extracted from the earth's rock. Okay. So we have metal being extracted from rock. Where did heavy metal come from? It came from rock and roll music. And lithium is used to treat depression, severe forms of depression and, and bipolar. And for me, some people that are watching know this story. I found within temptation when I was recovering from a brain tumor when I had lost my entire family through a divorce and I had just left a religious cult all at once. So it all piled on very, very quickly. And I can take you to the exact spot in Charleston, South Carolina, where I was driving over a bridge to work, where I heard the first within temptation song. And it was on, of course, uh, I know Emily's uh, still watching right now with us. They don't play Within Temptation on the regular radio here in the United States because it's too good for United States radio. But I heard it on satellite radio, and I remember looking at the screen. I heard the, I heard it was, what have you done? And I looked at the screen on my satellite radio. I was like, what is this? I've never heard this before. And the lyrics to What Have You Done resounded with me through what I was going through in my personal relationship at that time with what was going on with my family. And you better believe that I, as soon as I got into the office that morning, YouTube and Google was fired up. And I was like, what is this band that I've never heard of before? And it took me, I, you know, the howling and all those songs. And one of the things that I realized is what both um, Yana and Emily have discussed tonight is that it felt like they were talking right to me and guiding me through what I was going through. And for those of you that know me and those of you that have been watching uh, this live stream and this podcast, my faith is very important to me. But at that time, I had abandoned my faith to a very high degree. And it was through that music that... I was hooked up to the EKG machine of my faith and why I am here now. And in that healing process within temptation helped me heal. I'd listen to them at night. I'd listen to them every morning before I'd start work. I'd eat my bacon, egg and cheese sandwich watching within temptation videos. It helped me process what was going on. It helped me heal. It gave me hope when I really wasn't looking in the right directions for hope in a lot of instances, but it gave me that hope to get me to where I am today. It helped me heal. And I believe that in the healing process, um, yeah, I'm completely healed of all of the side effects and after effects of, of the brain tumor. I was on a lot of medication uh, in, in the recovery stages and they thought that there would never be a full recovery that there were some things that just wouldn't snap back in, but it did, but they did. And for me, 
uh, you know, when I hear their music, uh, it just calms me down and it brings me to that place where you know, I, I have to tell you, and I'm going to be honest with everybody that's listening to this. When I listen to a lot of Within Temptation songs, I hear things that God would speak to me when I wasn't listening to him through his word very, very clearly. So that was that was very important to me. And they played a massive role in my recovery um, and in the recovery just of my um, my mind. Amelia just uh, she just put up uh, sent a message. I'm going to send her a message. Uh, she wrote, I'm not religious myself uh, in spiritual, though, but I find it so beautiful. The effect Jesus Christ has on people to improve their life. Absolutely. And I believe that Jesus, Emily, used within temptation to help me get where I am today. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing is I wanted to say thank you to that band for being selfless. Uh, you know, it's it's not easy getting up on a stage and and singing and pouring your heart out, especially in this world, because, man, the music industry today with everybody, you know, a lot of people being selfish, it's like, well, what has the band done for me lately? I don't like, um, you know, the way that uh, they played that song or I don't like this song. It's like, let them be artists. Let them express just because it's not affecting you or impacting you in a particular way. Um, let them be. Let them be who they are. Let them be real. Alicia, I want your insight on this because you're a vocal coach. <laughs> and you know the dynamics of singing. And you've heard all of the stories tonight. And in a nutshell for us, this music, I mean, it's not Justin Bieber singing and entertaining and making making money. <laughs> It's not Beatlemania where everybody's just going crazy for the, because they look gorgeous. You know, I'm sure Joey, you know, you're like, oh, share it. No. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> come on, you know guys. It. Okay, no. let's 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 be real here. Let's let, let's be real. And don't take away from the musicianship of the Beatles, though. No, you can't. But okay. all the hype that was that was around it, we you know, we would not have within temptation if we didn't have the Beatles. That's right. You know, I mean, there is a there is a history here and I'm not taking yeah. away from that at all. But, you know, she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does not have the same impact as what have you done or raise your banner. OK, it, it just doesn't. Um, Alicia, what is going on here? How can a band do this and affect so many people's lives in your in your analysis, in your estimation? Oh, wow. Like <laughs> that. Answer to everything. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm getting a lot of feedback, but that's okay. I'll just keep going. Anyways, Joey introduced me to the fan, and he introduced me to um, Symphonic Um It was very interesting for me, and as a vocalist, it was kind of like it exploded inside me because I was finally able to combine everything. It's almost like this expresses the spirit. Um, I don't know how to explain it. And I think because she in particular is so honest and so... Uh, just real with who she is. She she touches on real subjects like uh, I don't know. But, um, 
just broken relationships, broken hearts, um, uh, happy. If you watch her videos, uh, death, a lot of depression, different things like that. Um, somehow, still like not her, but through her voice, she is able to like pierce yeah. into full of people. And I feel the honesty of the lyric just really speaks to people's hearts. Very healing. Um, you don't want a lot of honesty in the world these days. That's, yeah, I just, yeah I, I'd agree. It has to do with the honesty that she presents on stage that they put in their music. Yes. And I think it's summed up in the song that they just released a couple months ago. Um, they just really, they're not there to entertain. They're there to share. They're there to express. And it goes to that reality. They're not in it to make to make the buck. That that's really what 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 it comes down to me as, and the other thing too, I think that we can add to that, Alicia, is from everybody that we've heard tonight, there's an empathetic spirit that everybody has that was on tonight, and I think that's why it resonates. Empaths, people who have empathy, it all resonates with each other, and I think that's why, you know, like when when Amelia Emily went to uh, Within Temptation show, she found kindred spirits because all these empaths, which is a good thing. We need more yeah. empathetic people. That's why the world is kind of in the mess that it is, is because yes. empathy is the opposite of selfishness. Yes. And you get all of these people that are empathetic coming together and loving and caring for each other. And then you have somebody on the stage doing that. It's okay. just causing that to multiply. I've you know, when I first heard their music, again, as I said, I was like, what in the world is this? I've never heard this before. And it's what got me back into metal. And I would get disappointed because I'd go to the record store. I'd be like, oh, man, I want to find more bands like Within Temptation. And there are some like them. But there is nothing nothing quite like them that can, that can yeah. match what they do. I don't think there could ever be a successful Within Temptation cover band. I, I, I don't think there could be. Uh, Joey, I don't think I don't think we could pull that off, really, yeah. in the least bit. And Joey you know, asked, you know, when I came into the band, he was the founder. When I came into the vocalist, I inherited some with temptation. Started out as a band and started writing um, because this is a creative environment. This music is great as a creative thing. Um, Anyways, I was like, I don't know herself. Because <laughs> she's like, she's up there in the rafters and she's up there. Vocally. She right. has a very ethereal, almost angelic voice. And yet, she can go to really neat side voice that um, has a lot of attention to it. I, I do think that she's real. She's just a very person who wearing their heart and it goes yeah. and that draws people in it their heart when we share our story with other people it allows them to have the right to share their story and courage to share their story and I think kind of what she's doing she's just sharing her stories sharing her hearts sharing the of the world and in that giving permission to others to share themselves, to share their story, 
good, bad, it doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. you know, brushed up or anything. It's real. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. She's, she's sharing her heart. And that is, yeah. you know, and not only that, she's talented in sharing her heart. She's using a gift that was knit in her when she was born. She has those natural giftings. And everybody I that was on tonight with us that shared that has gotten into art and want to do the same things that, that Sharon's doing and they want to share their heart, they have those giftings on the inside as well. And I want to encourage them in continuing to cultivate those giftings to go the opposite grain of the way the world is today to share what's in them and be real. And things would be a whole lot better if we stopped trying to fake it to make it, you know, it, it really would be a whole, whole different world. And really too, Alicia, one of the things that is so true is that when somebody gets up on a stage and they sing and they share, it's probably one of the most Gothic things that somebody can do because they are dying to themselves and dying to their fears to be that vulnerable on stage and even the people that joined us this evening that uh shared with us that that took a lot of courage to come on a live stream to share the things and the struggles that they've been through that happened to them and how this band impacted them and i wonder this and we're going to wrap it up um and i want to thank everybody for joining us if you've got any questions uh, any comments, shoot me an email at lithoscry, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y at gmail.com. But I wonder when they write these songs. Uh, oh, yes. And Melody says, and express passion. Yes, that is that is key. I, I totally agree with that. Expressing real passion, real vulnerable passion. That is how you can describe within temptation. And I wonder if they realize the impact, and I hope that they see this, the impact that they've had on people's lives in giving hope in the midst of a dark world. It, it's just, it's just mind blowing how this band has been used to help people. And that's why we wanted to say, thank you. Instead of saying, Hey, what have you done for us lately? And when's that new album coming out? <laughs> we want it now. No, thank you for taking the time in putting together the albums. Thank you for being honest, passionate, and vulnerable on stage hey and speaking of honest passionate and vulnerable on stage i have to do this everybody stand by we have to do a get revelation rock fest 2021 update get revelation rock fest 2021 update Yes, everybody here in charleston south carolina on may 15th we are going to be having a live event yes the capacity restrictions have been lifted in uh, South Carolina for us to do this. We are going to be at the Hanahan Amphitheater. It's going to be an all-day music festival, and our headline band is going to be The Letter Black. We also have Zana, Warhol, Armor of God, The Last Trumpet, Warriors of Light. Oh, my, what a lineup. Ziggy. Uh, we also have Winner's Resurrection, and, you know, a lot of this came about as a result of me going to a Delane concert, concert back in 2019, or actually 20, uh, 2017, 2018 when I went. 
uh, when I met Orlando from Armor of God, who opened up for Delane, and a great relationship was started there. So, hey, get your tickets now. Where can you get those tickets? You can get them on our website at lithoscry.com, or you can get them uh, on Facebook at Lithos Cry. So that's May 15th, Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, if you're down in Florida, if you're uh, out in California and you want to fly in, come in and see the show. There's not much going on in the U.S. right now. Uh, this is one of the only things that is going on, and we're very excited about being able to do this. You're going to have to come see this show. Letter Black is totally awesome. Uh, one of the things that's really cool about the Letter Black is David Ellison, uh, the for, the bass player for Megadeth produced one of their albums for them, and they've toured with Skillet, and uh, John Cooper and Skillet were one of their mentors uh, on the road, and just awesome down to earth people. And Michelle has been working hard behind the scenes with our crew and getting this event going, and we're very excited about it. So that's May fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Nine bands. Nine awesome hours plus of, of nonstop live music. Melody, who's watching, you're going to have to come up to Charleston, South Carolina with Joey for Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021. <laughs> Tickets again, Facebook at Lithos Cry, or you can go to lithoscry.com, L I T H O S C R Y.com, and get tickets there. Or if you want to, just in Google, type in the letter black event, Bright Charleston, and it'll take you right there. And we hope to see you there. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Michelle, Alicia, Joey, thank you so much for joining us. And I'd like to thank all of our guests, Yana and Emily, for joining us this evening and sharing their Within Temptation stories. And to Sharon and Robert and all of the band, thank you for what you've done in these people's lives. It's precious. You are precious. And I have to say this, we love you for what you do and we love you for who you are. Thank you for joining us and we will be back next week. And we've got a new band interview with Defenders of the Cross from North Carolina. It's going to be awesome. Peace out and rock on, people. Lithoscry.com.